you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot. I think he's like the new era Belichick. A little bit more player friendly, a lot younger. Um, He can can relate to a lot of the players, you know, a a little better than what Belichick can because, you know, Belichick, his age group is a lot older than some of these guys. David. Football. Football, David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Well, I guess we should uh, take Rashawn Evans at his word. He seems to know what he's talking about. Where head coaches are concerned, obviously he toiled with uh, with Nick Saban down at Bama and uh, making hay with, uh, with them Titans in Nashville, Tennessee. If you haven't heard about that, it was quite a 2019 season, especially come January. Um, and guess who seated to my immediate left? Wouldn't you know it? Uh, it is the man himself, the guy who we really enjoyed kibitzing with down in Nashville, Tennessee around the draft back in spring of 2019. It's Rashawn Evans. How are you, man? I'm doing good, man. Glad to be here. Good to see you here. I'm going to pick this. I'm going to don't don't uh, bother okay. me. I'm just going to put go. it so Appreciate we can hear that. you in loud and clear and wait a second you're not alone in studio 66 yeah man i got a little friend right here this my this my basically this is my first son this is my first (laughs) i call him batman for right now i'm still trying to figure out his personality to see if the name sticks but he's up on the table here he's on the table yeah he's trying to he's he's very eager to see what's going on right now he's he's a i think i think he took a nap just earlier so he got a lot of energy right now all right what kind of dog is he yeah he's a cane corso so they get pretty big. They get up to about 130, 140. Oh my god! At the minimum. So yeah, he's a big. He's pretty. Big. He's gonna be a pretty. That's big bigger dog. than some place kickers. Oh no, <laughs> no yeah. doubt, no you doubt, know? no doubt. Um, hey, so as uh, as doggy here, Batman makes mm-hmm. his way around the the thing. I, I'm gonna vote. This is a um, uh, maybe a hot take. Mm-hmm. I would rather that Batman go number two than number one. Oh, no, If I had no. to choose, I'd because two we can. I mean, it'll stink to join up a little. Yeah, but the, yeah. But the one. Like I, you know, that's that's going to be a mess. Yeah, and yeah. I don't, I don't want to be responsible for cleaning that up. <laughs> yeah, Spaghetti's yeah. got a, a yeah. full afternoon. Exactly, of him, so. exactly. 
Um, don't, don't you jump off yeah, now, Batman. You got him. He, he think he can fly already You'd be now. cool, man. <laughs> Even the real Batman can't fly. Well, unless he gets on his uh, his uh, his bat wings. Yeah, exactly. Anyhow, <laughs> let's talk to you, Rashawn uh, Evans. And uh, like I say, an eventful, I guess, what, nine, ten months since last week, Kibitz mm-hmm. over there in Nashville, Tennessee, and had a, uh, had a grand time. And uh, I guess let's talk about January, first of all. And... Um, it really began in the wild card round with the uh, with the tremendous upset in Foxborough, and we're talking about Vrabel. What does that guy? Because that was what a lot of people were talking about before yeah. that game. Like Vrabel is immune to the intimidation yeah. that Belichick imposes on most head coaches. Yeah. What, what did Vrabel have any special insights about? Like, here's what we need to do to win this. I, I just, you know, like you say, I think he is immune to that. I mean, he he's one of those guys where. You know, he's gonna take something like that, that game, that type of game, he's gonna take it personal. Like hmm. this is this is this is the type of game you leave, you know, everything on the field. Um, you know, they've they said whatever they said about your mother, about your father, whatever it is about your family, if you find stuff like that that kinda gets you to the point where you're like you ready to run through a wall. So um, I mean, he the, the fact that he's able to do that, man. I think that's that's very unique too, because you know it's it's very hard to get guys to want to play for you, and I feel like he's done that these past two years. Um, you know, even even the fact that when he first came in his first year, uh, we were still trying to figure out uh, you know our true identity as a team, and I feel like we we've started doing that now this year, and you know he's 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 led every bit of that way. It's interesting too that uh, the Titans ownership you don't hear them get complimented in the same way that Andy Reid. gets complimented for pull uh, listen the Alex Smith Alex Smith was fine he had that tight that Chiefs team going to the playoffs and everything else and they're like yeah good but Mahomes better same thing as Jim Harbaugh way back when saying Alex Smith good Colin Kaepernick better (laughs) and that's the same sort of dynamic that went on in Tennessee a couple years ago you're a playoff team Mm. with malarkey and they're like good let's get even better Did, did as you look back on that, were you like, what, what are, what are they doing? Or this is, this is, feels like the right move. Man, this felt like the right move ever. I mean, ever since I got picked, uh, you know, I just remember my first encounter with, you know, variable. Uh, the first encounter was when he first put on a pad and we, we went one-on-one with each hmm. other. So you can kind of tell just how our relationship Who has won? grown. Uh, obviously, I won. I, I, if I didn't win, I, I probably wouldn't. Well, that's an interesting choice. Because like, yeah. to me, you, you calculate, like, I should yeah. win. but I have I, to, No, I have no other choice to win. Because he, he's one of those guys, like, he, he likes tough guys. He likes guys that, you know, that want that love to play football, that are aggressive, that are physical. Because that's, that's his personality. Mm-hmm. So that's how I kind of how we kind of gel, you know, as far as, you know, player to coach. We both both of us are physical guys. We were very, very aggressive. A couple of times, I, I mean, my freshman year, we don't, we don't wrestle with each other. So, mm. I mean, it's, you know, it, it's a very unique relationship I have with him, and it's been amazing, too, to get coached by him. But it's interesting, though, that the calculation is, like, I can't whip him too bad because yeah. he is still the head coach. Exactly. So I have to leave him with his dignity, at least, right? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you, and that, be honest with you, in that point, it, it's in – that, in that setting when we were going one-on-one with each other, I, hadn't, I was not even thinking about that. I was trying mm. to 
literally squash him, demolish him in front of all of the coaches. But you got to think, he's a big guy, too. He played in the league. He's oh, played, yeah. I mean, so you're not going to be able to do that. But, you know, uh, you know, just the fact that I was able to go one-on-one with him, was able to show my skill set, um, was able to, you know, be able to have that opportunity to be able to showcase my ability in front of him. Uh, you know, that, that's the reason why I'm here today. Um, and then another thing that he did or mm-hmm. the coaching staff and uh, and beyond did was pull the trigger mm-hmm. mi- into October and say, again, Mariota mm-hmm. is good. Tannehill yeah. gives us a chance to maybe be even better. Um, at what point did you guys start to feel it like, you know what, we're legitimate playoff contenders here? Man, uh, to be honest with you, it kind of didn't even r- rain till we got into the playoffs. Like, hmm. we really weren't even thinking about it. It was more of like we knew we had to win as many games as possible and as consistently as possible as we can because we started out two and four. Um, you know, at that point, everybody's thinking that, you know, you're not even going to make the playoffs. You start out two and four like that. So mm-hmm. we were able to change that stuff around, change the our mindset, change just, you know, the vibe around the organization. You know, when you lose games, everybody from the, the owner to the janitor feels bad, like everybody just in a funk. But when everybody wins, you know, the atmosphere is totally different. People want to get wake up in the morning, come, mm. come to work and do those things. So um, even from that, man, I, I just feel like, you know, from – that two and four to being in the playoffs, it was it was like a blur. It was more of us trying to figure out what what we needed in order to you know win those close games. Because a lot of those games were really close. Was there a feeling though that it was uh, the guy at the trigger that it was Mariota versus Tannehill, or it, it seemed to me that I, I I hate to pat myself on the back, but <laughs> spaghetti. Confirm for me. I think I might even have told you this, uh, Rashawn Evans, mm. when we kibitzed. I thought the move was Tannehill, and I oh. thought that he was a punchline a little bit because of oh. the Miami stuff, but he was a potential savior if uh, in the right situation. And then once those young receivers that you guys got, oh, yeah. you can just wait till A.J. Oh, Brown yeah. really hits his stride. Yeah. That, yeah. that offense is going to be scary. Yeah. And, uh, and so it was. So then you get in there, you go up to Foxborough. Was there a moment, mm. you know, when you're warming up out there an hour, hour and a half before the game? Is there or during the game at any point we're like, there's Bill Belichick over there? And that's Tom, <laughs> and, whoa, that's Tom Brady about yeah, uh, eight yeah. feet across the line of scrimmage yeah. from me. Do you have those moments or are you too focused in? No, on? I don't have no, none of those moments. To be honest, well, I kind of I kind of had a little bit of that moment when I first played uh, Tom Brady. My rookie season, uh, and we were able to come out with a win. But you know, from that point on, it was more of like, like I, I want, I want to, I wanted to end his career. I want to destroy this situation. I don't even want to be able mm. for them to be. Whenever we played, I don't even want them to think that you know it's going to be a complete blowout. I want them to actually have you know respect, you know, for for the Tennessee Titans. But you know, I, I knew that was something that had to be earned. It is. Yeah, it did have that feel. It has to be earned. By the fourth quarter, it was like weren't the Titans aren't just going to beat the Patriots here. Mm. They're breaking. They're breaking their spirit. I, like I say about Vrabel, you yeah. didn't take his dignity. It yeah. did have a vibe of like, mm-hmm. man, they just they just trucked them. And mm-hmm. specifically, it was Derrick Henry, mm-hmm. who, by the way, you you you, you matriculated with down there in Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with my opinion on this? I've told him to his face, mm-hmm. you know, because because you know, mm-hmm. I don't jive people. I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm not. I like afraid. that. I like you know, that. I'm, that's not my way mm-hmm. to do that. I told Derrick Henry that he underachieved in high school because he got tackled a couple of times. <laughs> that guy, how, whoever tackled that guy? Yeah. Can you imagine me I, at 16 trying to tackle Derrick Henry? See, it's I laughable. I can see your point at that because, I mean, if you look at 
if you put his picture, his high school picture, and you put his picture now, they're almost identical. Yeah, right. It's weird. It's re- really weird to know a high school player to be that big, that fast, that strong at that point and still be able to not only, you know, gradually get better, but just surpass all of the expectations you think that you would have at that point. Because, I mean, he's on almost every le- level he's been elite. Like mm-hmm. he's, he's he's broke the high school record in, in high school. He he went to college, won the Heisman. He's been he's been in the NFL now. He's he's the leading rusher uh, this past season. So it's kind of like, you know, this, this guy, it, it, the sky's the limit for him how, on how great he can be. And mm-hmm. I feel like he's just getting started. I feel like he's now feeling... Those three or four years that he's had, I feel like now he's really truly getting that recognition that I think he he he's so long for for the for the for for the longest. I didn't think he. I'll tell you, I, I again no jive. I didn't think he was going to be a great NFL runner mm-hmm. because I thought it took him half a step to get up I, to speed. I saw that from the outside looking in. I saw from I saw how that could be the case just because of you know he had for him being a Heisman Trophy winner and going to the NFL. Your expectations are very high. You expect him to be able to perform at that level, if mm-hmm. not better, immediately. So I could definitely see how that could be the case. And But at the same time, me looking from the, uh, from the inside, looking out of, you know, there's so many things that play into how a guy performs. You got to really look at, you know, the the you know, the schemes that he's in. You got to look at how sure, right. how the, the relationship between him and the coaches, how how his environment uh, has a lot to do with a lot of those things. And finally, I feel like it all came together, man. When Vraves came in, Vraves was able to, you know, bring kind of kind of bring that monster back out of him, you know, from Bama. And, mm-hmm. you know, when that monster came out, you saw a couple of times, even from, you know, the year before, you saw a couple of times what he could do. You saw from the Jaguars game how, how dominant he could be and then now you see from this past year what exactly what it looks like when it comes all together. So, um, you know, just the fact that he's had this year, I feel like he can use this momentum going into the next year like I know he will. And do you think it goes Tannehill gets tagged and mm-hmm. Henry gets long-term or vice versa? Is that how you – I mean, I don't know if Vrabel and company are, mm-hmm. are asking Evans for his insight on it. Yeah, like it, like it would matter. I mean, I don't make any of the big decisions. But in my, in my you know – Fantasy, where I would, I would definitely be honest with you. I'm biased, man. I gotta go with my guy first. You gotta pay him first. Go on and go on and give him what, get him, get yeah, him what he deserves. That's fair. Then you get, then you get Tannehill. You get those two, those two back there. Everything else is, is handling it itself. Uh, last thing for you, because you're a busy man today doing TV and all that, um, is Baltimore Ravens. My suspicion is, well, tell, you you tell me, you know better than I do, with uh, how you just shut that down. <laughs> Was it the second look at it? Yeah. Was it Simmons and Casey? Is that the is that the key detail that you you guys ha- had those two guys mm-hmm. right in the middle there, or was it Evans uh, or or what you guys were doing collectively? Or is it something that everybody's going to be able to look at the tape and now do that in 2020 and slow down that Ravens offense? It's it's kind of a combination of it all. Uh, I would say more, it's kind of like 60-40. The 60 is more of just the fact that, you know, you got to have those 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 guys that, you know, that want to get to the ball, that want to, you know, go full out every play in order to get the job done. Because, you know, you got guys that are getting paid a lot of money. Sometimes, you know, they know that if they can get a sack or they can get a tackle, mm-hmm. you know, get that stat line up, they're good. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like just the guys that are on that team, we don't really, really, we don't really care about that stuff, man. We, I mean, to be honest with you, some of the guys that are on the team that should be, you know, publicized more – 
you know, it's it just, just the mindset of our team. I feel like that's the amazing thing and, and, and the blessing in itself because you got guys that truly don't even really care about being recognized. They just, that's like, the trick, right? Like if you we, can get a coach, nobody, if you can create yeah, that in the locker yeah, room, it nobody seems like that's cares, what they nobody, all say. Nobody cares. I mean, we've we've been expected to go, what, 3-13 and 13 at one point. A guy said, I forgot his name, but um, – so in that in that set, it kind of builds more of a, a chemistry for guys that can become closer now. Mm-hmm. Like we're against the, it's, it's us against the world. Everybody that thinks that that wears that Times jersey thinks that we're mediocre. Yeah, you know, not the fact that we play in the league and that we get paid just as much as some of these other guys in the league as well, but just the fact that we're wearing a Tennessee Times jersey. So why don't we go out there and change that? That's that right. There is there's not a ton of history after Steve McNair. There've yeah. been some good teams yeah. and everything, but yeah, you're right. That that I, I always laugh at the last quarter century. Like no one outside this locker room believes in us. Like when the Patriots say it's like people believe in you. Yeah. But you're the Titans. You know, after Thanksgiving of 2019, nobody believed <laughs> nobody, in the Titans. That was real. Nobody, nobody believed in it. But it's it's the game of football. We we love stuff like that. It gives mm-hmm. you a different edge, and it, it definitely makes the game a lot funner now because. Now you're like, okay, if they feel this way and I know that I can change that, change that narrative to the point where I can make you a believer, that's that's what you live for. You live to be able to make those people that that said all those things about you to be able to eat their words. And I feel like a lot of times in a lot of those things that they said, we we, we let them eat. So mm-hmm. and just to go back with the 40 on, on, on Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, mm-hmm. I, I feel like Lamar Jackson is, is definitely one of those elite quarterbacks in the league. I, I definitely would say just from his feet alone, um, he, it's probably one of the best I've seen on film, my opinion, uh, you know, in the, in the past decade, uh, just, just on the fact of his – you know, he has probably one of the most unique abilities as a quarterback because he I feel like he's more athletic running than any other running back I've seen. It's in and he never gets blown up. Yeah, he, he never, never gets get, takes up. a shot. He knows exactly when to go down, how he mm-hmm. wants you to hit him and how he wants to hit you uh, as far as his moves and all that. So, um, you know, a guy like that, uh, a good a good thing that uh, Vray was telling me, he, he was telling me about, uh, you know, keeping him contained. You can keep him contained and not worry so much about tackling him one-on-one you, as collectively as a defense. Mm-hmm. Worry about him going sideline to sideline. Yeah, keep him east-west, he, he as they say, he, right. He's up grass faster than anybody else in the league. So if you can keep him from eating up those strikes, um, you know, it's 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 – you know, it's very unique to see a guy that fast and that with that type of ability, you know, in real life, like real life situation. I didn't realize how fast he was until I got up on him. And then you're like, OK, the hype is real. So that is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> a decade ago, what, talking some of those yeah, to, to those Steelers DBs yeah. after Super Bowl 45, they're like, I knew Aaron Rodgers had a big arm. I, I, I didn't know until I was yeah. on the field and like, whoa, that ball got by me more no quick. Doubt. Must have been like that in the AFC title game, yeah, too, for you guys. No Actually, doubt. you took down that uh, Mahomes team. Hey, look, man, I would say in that in that situation, man, it's funny how you win the first game, but then you come into the second game, you lose it when it matters. But at the same time, man, you got to give respect when respect is due. Um, Patrick Mahomes is... You know he's he's every bit of what people hype him up to be. He's a, he's a hell of a quarterback. Um, you know I can be biased and be like, oh, there was some mm-hmm. things that we could have we could have did to stop that. You know to stop the game and make it a different uh, situation where we were up and they they score. So I mean you could say all those things, but at the same time, man, I mean those guys they 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 definitely came to play that game, man. You know it was a blessing and an amazing experience for me to be able to 
you know, had that experience. I know what it feels like to win. I know what it feels like to lose. I know what it feels like being an ace of championship. So I'm going to take every bit of that into next year to know that, you know, it's not about how you start. It's definitely how you finish, man. Mm -hmm. And if you understand that, you know, everything else, everything else, it comes into You play. learn that now. Yeah. Now you I mean, guys, yeah, you guys are going to be, it's going to be hard to break your will no in any future uh, no November and December after this experience. Yeah. Oh man, I could uh, kibitz with you for another hour, <laughs> but uh, you go do fancy TV stuff. In the meantime, it was really fun yeah. watching you in January. Uh, come on you personally and, uh, and watching the, the team make its run after we got the kibitz with you back there in Nashville. <laughs> yeah. Happy for you. And uh, and Batman here. Yeah, he's slumped right now. Yeah, well, that's just, that means he's comfortable. All right, go ahead there, Rashawn Evans. And by the way, Batman or Iron Man, who would win in a fight? I'm gonna be honest with you. I think Iron Man, because just because of all the the technical stuff he that's has. Right. How would you get through that? that but the thing right about there. I would say, as far as everybody else, I feel like everybody else loves Batman more than they do Iron Man, to be honest with you. Just because he's more of a super... I, I like Batman. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They're so, both rich, smart guys. Both rich, smart guys. I mean, so it's kind of kind of hard not to like both of them, but I, I, I say Batman got the edge. Rashawn Evans, everybody. There he goes. He said it all. Yeah. Um, thanks for the time, as always. And, and Batman. Yeah, no doubt. Good luck with the cross-country flight together. <laughs> Appreciate well, there he goes. Rashawn Evans. He still is one of my favorites. That was too fast, though, Spaghetti, you know? Yeah, but you hit a lot of topics. You had Vrabel, Brady, Derrick Henry, Tannehill, Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. You got, you got everything in there. I kept on kibitzing. You'll be, well, in, in fact, Spaghetti, Spaghetti, you can confirm, as he was walking in, I knew we didn't have a ton of time, so I hit as many subjects as I possibly right. could with him. right. One is, if you are a DDFP listener, you may recall that we visited, or Evans and I visited a Zaxby's in Nashville, and there was a cook behind the counter, cook, and he went wild. Everybody went wild to see Rashawn Evans. These were all Titans fans in Nashville, Tennessee, of course, but especially a guy named ESPN behind the counter, and he was shouting stuff at Evans, and Evans was yelling back to him. And um, at some point, Rashawn said, I'll get you tickets for a game. I can tell you're a legit fan. And I asked him, did you ever hear from ESPN again? And he said he did. And he did get ESPN tickets. What a great guy, Rashawn Evans. He's an awesome guy. I'm not even shocked in the least that he got in the tickets. And that guy was a really hardcore fan. It, it was uh, it was cool to see him light up when he came into like the back area of the kitchen. He was, uh, you know, just uh, talking with Rashawn and just showing how much like he's this guy's been a lifelong uh, Titans fan. So really good job by Rashawn to get into a game this year and I'm Honestly, it was a, probably a great season to go see. You know, it was a really good Titans team. So uh, hopefully they're building something special down there in Nashville. I do suspect, or you hope that, you just sounded like you're giving a PR answer. No, because I've, I, I, no, I've been saying this is a theme of, of me this whole year and talking about the um, uh, the best story of the season. And I always said the Titans are one of the best stories because you switch the quarterback. They have mm -hmm. a likable team. Vrabel's a likable guy as a coach. And I like when there's new teams involved instead of the old guard. Get rid of the old guard, bring in the new guard. I'm, I'm all for the Titans being one of the powerhouses. But speaking of old, new... Do you like their old white hat uniforms, or do you like the navy? Blue? I like the current. I like the currents. Do you? Uh, they they are one of the few teams uh, that have uh, updated and made their jersey more modern. Uh, and I think that one they have right now is really good. I like all variations of it. Um, I know that the Buccaneers today put out a little teaser video, so we'll see. You know what? Looks direction. like they're going to be red. Uh, I think they're going to go back to the yeah the pewter and red uh, with maybe a cream skull as well, an alternate. Everybody want the cream sickle, but they do. what the what the Titans though they're. they're 
they have a lot of sword themes. They're like mythology based kind of team name. And they're sword, but why don't the pants stripes? Why aren't they a sword? Have a sword, yeah. Like Wouldn't old, that be cool? Like the old chargers that had the, the bolt. Yeah, right, it should so have been time. a sword on the pants. What's underrated, what's underrated about the Titans jerseys, too, is that they use two different shades of blue. And that's, uh, I can't think of another team on the top of my head on the same uniform that uses it that way. I know the Chargers. Toronto have. Argonauts. Right. In similar fashion to that. But XFL, one of those teams has two shades of green, which is a bold stroke. It doesn't exactly work, but I, I think admire the, ah, I don't love it. I don't love it. Spaghetti, you, oh, bef- well, before I ask you about uh, your weekend, um, one other thing I asked Rashawn about that football fans may care about is he was talking about Mike Vrabel being fiery, like a player, trash talker. Um, as he was uh, as he was getting in the chair, I said, uh, so did Vrabel say anything before the game? Any trash talk on Belichick? He said, he's a trash talker. That's what he does. And then it was personal for him, so it was personal for us. So that's what he uh, that's what he had to say about the Belichick stuff. He didn't go into any specific detail, I, although that would have been fun. I mean, that old man, that how, would have been funny. How many times is was Vrabel caught in the sidelines, like cursing at an opposing like, opposing player or coach or whatever? The guy, you could tell that the he has not fully transitioned from like a player to strictly just a coach. Now he still has the player mentality on that field, and it's just like as fired up as any guy. So I definitely will believe what Rashawn Evans says. And I'm sure that his speeches were, you know, they probably can't be uh, replicated on this podcast. You know what? I'll say this, and uh, as a as a little quick um, analogy, um, and and also a muzzle tub to Adam Carolla and the Adam Carolla show. Now on the, at the time of this recording, 11 year anniversary of. Podcasting, really, one of the um, one of the the forefathers of the podcasting medium that everybody is in on. Now, I think there are seven people in the continental U.S. that don't currently participate on a podcast, one place or the other. But Corolla was uh, was one of the very first, if not the first, to really break big in that. And uh, like I say, eleventh anniversary of that, and uh, we're still. Um, uh, still enjoy uh, yapping with him on Good Sports, which plays on the Adam Carolla show most days. And um, but you know, he always said that program directors, you know, uncreative people, always say like when he when Carolla was young, or, or, or not, when he wasn't young, when he was breaking on um, uh, his old show with Doctor Drew Loveline, that the program directors would get in his ear, and they thought they were being creative by saying like. You got to speak like the kids speak so that you're relatable. And Corolla was wise enough to say, no, well, they don't care if I talk like them. They will see through that. What they want is authenticity. It doesn't make a difference what age you are. It matters if you're authentic and people will pick up on that at any age. And I think that's exactly right. I think that's the trick with uh, with stuff like you know, yapping into a microphone like Corolla, but head coach too, right? I think that Andy Reid wins the Super Bowl. He's certainly not relatable as like, hey, yeah, let's line up and go across from each other, Rashawn Evans. I don't think Andy Reid's doing that anytime no. soon, but you can tell the players love him because he seems to be his authentic self. Totally. Yeah. Those guys. That's, Rabel is himself, it would seem. That's the comment that Rashawn made uh, last year in Nashville at Zaxby's when he said that Rabel is like the new age Belichick Saban guy because he has the same kind of mentality as them, but he's a, a bit younger and he relates to them more. And I think with players, that goes a long 
what you want a, uh, not only a player's coach, um, you know, not just a guy patting your back, but a guy you could almost relate to and you guys, and a guy that you trust because he did play in the league. Uh, so, yeah, you could be the Andy Reid, Bill Belichick type that's a, you know, a super smart, great play caller, you know, you know, every scheme and you could put the guys in position to win every week. But I think a lot of players in this league now, especially these guys who were born in the, you think about it, in the 2000s, they want a, a guy that is more, uh, cl- you know, closer to them in age and they could trust because I think players may like it more if the guy did play in the league and was a name in the I league. I kind of agree with that. And Andy Reid is an older guy and Pete Carroll is an older guy and Bill Belichick is an older guy. And the, what I've picked up and nobody directly for the record, nobody ever has sat in this studio or in the green room one-on-one with me just yapping with no microphones on. No player has ever said, oh, it's miserable in, in Foxborough. It's, uh, it's such an unfun thing. But you do get the vibe of the rules and, you know, as long as you leave all the nonsense at the door when you get to the facility and focus on football, that that trade-off is like, yeah, we're going to be in contention to win the Super Bowl if we do this. But you do get a whiff of it's not super fun every day there. You do get that sense when you talk to the Titans about Vrabel and the Chiefs about Andy Reid and the Seahawks about Pete Carroll, that it's a more fun atmosphere. And in the age of free agency – you know, I wonder how these next couple months are going to go. And, you know, for, for the record, Tom Brady has still yet to commit to the Patriots, although I do still think he winds up that back here. He's the big chip. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, as I'm sure you saw over the weekend, he threw one. Very yeah, nice, and e- nice and easy. He threw it. That's all right. You know what, though? I, I, I the All of uh, Steelers fans across the world went wild for it. Just went wild for it because that is the ticket for them to be a legit Super Bowl contender in 2020 is for Roethlisberger. And without it, we have go back and listen to our last podcast, in fact, if you want clarification. All the hot takes out there from some national voices are a little weird. The uh, the, the weird assertions and assumptions being made about what the Steelers want and what Roethlisberger is going to do. But uh, Spaghetti, I took the gang to uh, Momo is in town. Momo and Pop-Pop are in town. And uh, so I took them and all four kids to Disneyland. And we went around Star Wars and we did the whole thing. It was just dynamite. But on the way down there, we were uh, we were just, you know, yapping about this, that, and the other and about work. And the name Eddie Spaghetti came up. And both pa- both my parents said, uh, you'll, you'll be surprised to learn that for some reason your performance is somehow related to me. You know, like Eddie Spaghetti's really good. You've really done a good job with him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, that's my that's my responsibility that you that you do a good job. Uh, <laughs> I have nothing to do with your performance, but but anyway, Muzzletov on that professional note from from Momo. But more importantly, she said it looks like his girlfriend is beautiful. Is she? Is she really that beautiful in person? Because she certainly looks to be. And I said she's a, she's very attractive. And he said, yeah, because she because. You know, Eddie's, I mean, Eddie's nice looking, but I mean, she's really beautiful. <laughs> so how does that uh, compliment? It's a, no, it's a great compliment. To, and I, I would agree. That you're uh, not especially attractive, but you're I, nice that, looking. I definitely disagree with that. I, right, currently I've, I've been better in better shape, but you know. But you're attractive. So I at your so. peak, so you I, feel yeah. at your peak for the long haul. That you two are a good match. I think, I think so. Yeah, you guys. Yeah. I mean, like just pure to the to just to the eyeball. Yeah, I'm not, not personnel. I'm just talking about like it's like when you and Jada walk down the street together, right. and strangers see you go by because you've played this game. I'm sure with your friends. Totally. Like what's what's she doing with that lump with, with that lump? Constantly. You know that kind of a Constantly, guy. Yes. 
you feel, what do you think people say when you and Jada walk down the street? At my best, I think if people saw us, they would go, yeah, that's Makes fine. sense. That's fine. That totally, checks totally out. Totally get it. It's do you all, really think that? I actually do. All right. I'm going to have to take a poll on that now around the office, at least. I don't know. I'm going to Not today where I'm wearing sweats and like, you know, I just came off an airplane. But uh, and, yeah, in the past, or if I dress up for an occasion, you know, fix up the hair. I, I th- I'm going to ask Jay to this, but this one might hurt, though, a little bit, because she, if she has to confront reality, she might be like, you know what? Momo asks a good question, you know? Maybe maybe I could do better. Is that a worry for you? No, I'm pretty confident. Okay, I think you know the my, the personality, my humor, my uh, uh, you know smarts. I oh, think that saves me. Wow, wait, yeah. personality, humor, and <laughs> smarts. You got a lot going for you. I think so. Um, how was uh, you went off to Florida with your parents? How were they? It was great. It was great to get back down there. I haven't been in like six years since my college uh, spring break, and to just you know be on the water. The the main difference. Florida looks like California in the beach area, but the difference is the humidity, and it's way hotter down there. Uh, unfortunately, there's a lot of rain, but ah. but the the rain comes and goes. You're sitting at a you know a tiki bar having some uh, you know some fruit drinks, and it's uh, it's very fun to to be down there. Um, and uh, last thing is, did you think it was appropriate for me to bring the dog for the dog to sit on the council uh, on the uh, on the table here? Yeah, I mean, we just broke. It's fun. It's history. That was the first time I think a dog's ever been part on of the recording table. in any you know NFL media in the NFL studios here in Culver. So I think we it's it's a historic day for us. Hey, Mina Kimes brings a, her dog Lenny on her show, and look how well she's doing. So maybe we can. Uh, bask in that reflective it's, glory. It's here. pretty funny too that Rashawn traveled with his uh, his dog because he said it's fairly new so I guess he has to be with the dog and train it and uh, so yeah he's just walking around the, the campus today with I just realized dog. something though he named it Batman. Right. Shouldn't he have named it like Bruce Wayne? Isn't that a better name for a dog? Like yeah Bruce, Bruce? Bruce Wayne. I think if you name a dog two names I think is really really funny. Bruce Wayne? Bruce like a full name. Bruce Wayne's hilarious. I always thought it would be funny to name a dog Lefty. You know? Yeah, because you don't know if he's a lefty or right. Because he, he isn't. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? It's a good one. Okay. My, if I got a dog, my dogs be, would name Hank for Henrik Lundqvist. Oh, okay. Not for handsome Hank. That I mean, that too. I didn't even think about that. Congratulations on uh, Chris Kreider. It's a Rangers good... are going to be good in two to five years. Congratulations on that in advance. I think they're going to be ready very soon. That's the reason why they kept him. Um, all right. Well, in the Congrats meantime, Marlo and Evan Rodriguez and in the meantime, uh, Shiri. color me excited for uh, for the postseason in the NHL this year. Oh, it's going to be great. I know everybody's getting geared up for Lakers and Clips and Nugs and Bucks and all that. But NHL is going to be a lot of fun, too. All right. Oh, the last thing is uh, football related note uh, is Dak Prescott and his agent have not spoken to Stephen Jones and company today, since the start it. of the season. Today, Stephen Jones said they have not spoken to Dak's agent since September. So uh, this looks like to be a power play from the Cowboys to get him signed to sign that tag. Do you really think that that Dak, because if Dak Prescott moves, that's the thing. I mean, like Tom Brady moves to Dallas and to any place with it where there would be a perceived incumbent like Dak, that's what's really going to set the craziness off. The dominoes are going to start moving fast and furious. If Dak is not their guy um, for next year, then then who knows what? I mean, where's Dak going to wind up? Da- I mean, maybe New England, I guess. The place for him is, of course, for a team that does not, that should not be wasting a year to get up to speed with a quarterback is 
the aforementioned where I've put Tom Brady any number of times already, the Los Angeles Chargers. Charger. Yeah. That makes so much sense in the world, right? If, Doesn't that? If Dak was available, Dak automatically is the best quarterback on the market. Be- better than Cam, better than Rivers, Brady, whoever else. Whoa, that's a strong statement for you, Spaghetti. Is it that strong? Who else is the competition? I mean, I guess I, you make it, well, he's in young. terms of he'll name brand, right. He'll be expensive, but he's young. He's He had a great season. I mean, he's a... a I agree with you, but I bet you there's some you could find somebody who would say I'd rather have Teddy B at the end. Of, I bet you could find not not pundits, but you could find a head coach out there who would say I'd rather have Teddy Bridgewater than Dak Prescott. I don't I mean, because he's just he's nice and safe. But Dak is so versatile, and Dak, you know, he played in. The, uh, well, I guess this year wasn't that tough, but I mean, if he goes to a team like the Chargers, he goes to a team like even the the, the Bears, which I'm I'm still high on because their defense and their running backs. If he goes to a team like the Raiders, I think if Dak is on like one of those teams that have pieces and have enough uh, cap space or have enough draft picks to to move forward and and, and compete, uh, I mean, I'll be happy as a Giants fan. He's out of the NFC East. I can tell you that, but. I mean, whatever team he joins, like they're, he's going to improve them. There's no way around it. It's weird. Also, the the news about uh, Derek Carr is that he's the a Bears, good fit for the. He's a really good fit for the Bears. The he's Bears a, would be interested in Derek Carr, and what would that mean? And would Derek then, I assume, sign off on being part of a competition? Um, the assumption that we always hear from David Carr is, is that he's going back, or not going back, but he is moving from the East Bay of California to uh, to Las Vegas along with Gruden. But we'll see what happens there. And again, if Tom Brady or Dak moves to one of those uh, open positions, I mean, Cam is out there. Oh, this is going to be such a fun, it uh, is. An, uh, fun what, like uh, five weeks we have coming up here. Because what's today? It's like the 24th. 24th. So, yeah, so we're, you know. To less than three weeks away from the start of uh, um, legal tampering, one of the great uh, <laughs> one of the great terms in all of sports in the 21st century. All right, so that's it. Great thanks to Rashawn Evans. By the way, go back and listen to I mentioned uh, podcasts last week. Go listen to our one with Kyle Long. I thought that was great. We uh, we had a little more time with Kyle um, and uh, got to talk about uh, the state of the Bears as we transition from 2019 into 2020, Mitchell Trubisky, all that stuff. And Kyle, uh, like his brother, Chris, uh, one of the great delights in pro football, too. So uh, so do yourself a favor and uh, the DDFP a solid and go and listen to that one. Comment, uh, rate, all that jazz. And uh, we'll talk with you later in the week. I don't know, Matt Money Smith, he's in Indianapolis this week, right? Maybe we'll see if we can check in with him at some point. I don't know. I have a devil-may-care attitude, if you can't tell. Um, We'll see what happens, and uh, we hope you'll check it out one way or the other. Until then, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. 
Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com.